0: Welcome to Baseball Biz. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. This week, it's Softball Biz. And I'm very fortunate today to have, once again, Mary Kitts with me here today. I'm Mark Corbett. And we're going to be talking about what's happening with the Super Regionals in Division One of softball. You know, if you've lived and listened to this show before, you know I, I love it. And when it comes to watching the games with the collegiate softball teams and the talked about the energy time and again. And not only just with the energy of those teams and players, but of the commitment of the fans. And Mary, I know that you've been both a player and a fan. And my gosh, here we are! It's it's Super Regional time. What there's there's been a lot of excitement, a, a lot of catching up with you and I talking about some of the Florida teams. I mean, where, where have you been? What what's been going on in uh, as you follow it?
1: Well, I spent almost every day of my weekend last weekend up at the FSU softball complex watching them in regionals. They played Howard USF and then Mississippi State. They lost to Mississippi State. So, unfortunately, after having a very, an incredibly good season, they were ranked number two. They were seeded in number two. They ended up losing and not making it to super regionals. But, you know, it's always fun when you get to spend, you know, eight to 10 hours of a day out at the softball fields. <laughs>
0: Oh well, I know that to to me, I would probably enjoy that more than eight to ten hours at a baseball field because one, you've got multiple games going on and all of that, but it's it's a it's a different kind of energy and the games are a little shorter, but you get to see much more t- talent as well. But goodness gracious heavens, Murgatroyd, I'm I'm really looking her. I was number two, FSU. I've been following that too. Come on, come on.
1: What ha- what happened? Who? Who's Mississippi State? They are an unseated team. There are I think four unseated teams in super regionals this year, which is you know exciting for them. I'm bummed um but i i I can't tell you it it just fell off the the first game it was on Sunday. Something just fell off. Mississippi State won. We went to the second game, and it still – it just felt a little off. The bats were not alive for Florida State. Hmm. Uh, pitching was too good for Mississippi State, I think. We just could not get any – we could not get any runs produced. Um, it was tough. Uh, I know that the girls tried their hardest. Um, it's its rough because we lose a player like Sydney Sherrill, who was there on the team that won the uh, World Series right. – uh, four years ago and this was her last year we lost uh two of our pitchers so it it was a rough way for them to end their last season but I'm sure FSU will be back next year and they're they're a good team every year so hopefully next year they can just get it together and get it done
0: yeah I mean they worked so hard for so long and to think that it can all be just taken away in one afternoon I mean it really hurts because what what were they, they only had like maybe five losses for the entire season. Good gravy. Uh, you know, and to not see them there, just doesn't seem right. I don't, I don't know any other way to say it.
1: I agree. It was tough. And uh, I was really looking forward to it. I thought that this could be the year that uh, another year where we went all the way to the end, but we're not going to. So that's disappointing. So now I, but the good thing is now I get to watch without having a, a heart attack every <laughs> So I can just watch the games and enjoy the games for what they are.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we've still got some Florida teams in there. I I think if you told me last year that I would be seeing Florida, uh, see if I'm USF in there, I don't know that are they, in the, did
1: they make yeah, it? We won ruled USF actually. So they got knocked out in regionals, but UCF is there, right? This is their first super regional appearance. They're playing Oklahoma, which is rough. It's going to be hard to beat Oklahoma twice, but they uh actually had a really good game against Michigan. Uh, they had to beat Michigan twice to get out of regionals, and they had one game that went 11 innings. This their pitcher pitched all 11 innings, Kama Woodall. Uh, and they they fought really hard during that game. I actually watched that game while we were on a rain delay at the FSU game, so it was really interesting. They played really hard, and now they get to come and try to take on Oklahoma.
0: Well, UCF will definitely – they're going to bring something to the table. I mean, if they went that hard against Michigan, you know, Oklahoma can't just roll with this. They've got to be, you know, taking it – I mean, they have to be prepared for that game.
1: Oklahoma – always prepared. That's that's the thing about Oklahoma. They they had a 3-2 win over Texas A&M in the regional, but then they came back and beat them again 20 to 0. And they've had something crazy. Like the the majority of their wins this season have been run-rule wins. So Oklahoma is always prepared. They're always good. Jocelyn Alo is always going to hit a home run. Oh. Uh, they they're just they're incredible. They're who I think is going to end up winning it all. I would be really surprised if they didn't at least make it to the final, final games.
0: You know, and they're an elite team. I mean, all the teams that get here are, but it's like every player, you know, the coach, all of these, you're saying really well, well, why are they even in college at this point? You would think all of them would already be in the pros, but they have that distinction. Plus they have an advantage. We talked about this before when it comes to playing in, in the finals and everything else, guess where it's going to be played? It's going to be played in Oklahoma. And uh, what we saying was like a five-year commitment that uh, had been made with the NCAA.
1: Yes. Uh, it's basically like they're playing a home game. Uh, last year when they were playing FSU in the finals, it was it, the stands were filled with Oklahoma fans and they have a really dedicated fan base too, which is awesome to see uh, the school. Oklahoma seems to put a lot of money behind the team and the, the, the fan base is pretty intense and they, they turn out. So they've got something, they've got nothing but good things going for them. in Oklahoma.
0: Well, I'm, uh, I'm excited about seeing, you know, what continues on again, much like yourself. I was really looking forward to seeing FSU get there a little disappointed with seeing them get knocked out and not coming to the super regionals. But we, let's see, we mentioned of course that uh, the Knights are going to be going up against Oklahoma and, and that's going to be, you know, we know it's tough, but, and it being their first time in Super Regionals, as you were saying, I've got a lot of hope for them. So, but they're, they're having to play it at Oklahoma. So, one more advantage to the champions as well. So, there's another, um, another 14 teams that are going through these regionals.
1: In Florida, if from the state of Florida, the University of Florida is also going. So, you know, we have two teams from Florida that are going, which is great. Um, they have to play number three, Virginia Tech, who is a tough team. So they'll they'll have uh, they'll have a tough time ahead of them, and I believe they're playing they will be playing in Virginia Tech, so because Virginia Tech is the higher seed. So uh, it's against most of what I believe in to wish Florida well, but I hope <laughs> I hope they do well. Uh, they're a good team. We ended up we beat them by one in the the last game of the regular season but they were a tough team to play against. And so I think they'll do well in the Super Regionals.
0: Are there any other teams that you thought would be here, you know, in the Super Regionals that didn't make it?
1: Alabama. Alabama lost two games to Stanford, uh, which was pretty shocking. It was about as shocking as FSU losing two games to Mississippi State. So Stanford is one of the unseeded teams that will be making an appearance. They're playing another unseeded team, Oregon State. Um, but Stanford basically their their pitching was so good they shut out Alabama twice in regionals uh, with their pitcher her name is Alana Vater and she just did an incredible job and so Stanford gets to go and Alabama will not be there.
0: Well, when you're looking at players overall thus thus far this, this of the season and you're looking at pitching, if you had two pitchers, I mean. Picking from any team, who would you have on your, your staff there?
1: Jordan Ball from Oklahoma. Okay. And then the second one, I'm not sure. I would probably – it's hard because the, you know, the number two and uh, it would probably be Virginia Tech's pitcher uh, or or uh, Valerie Cagle from Clemson. Uh, the ACC has some really good pitching staffs going on. The – the girl from Virginia Tech, her name is, yes, Keeley Rochard. Either her or Cagle uh, from Clemson. They, they are really great pitchers. Uh, they were really tough to play against in the ACC championships. Um, they, they do a great job in the circle. Uh, Jordan Ball is actually out right now for Oklahoma. It's oh. up whether or not she'll be returning for the Super Regionals, but I know they hope she does because she's their ace in the circle. So I think it would have to be between those three if I had to pick any pitchers.
0: I know that due to COVID, there was also some red shirting and some players got an extra year and, um, you know, with great hopes with FSU. As you said, some are departing now, but there's looking at FSU. There's also some folks we know that will be coming back. And I believe it was the, the young catcher.
1: Kayla Edenfield. Yes. Yeah, she was a red shirt freshman. So we have her for like the next three years she's great uh she's a pow- she's powerful at bat she she commands the game really well from behind the plate uh so it'll be exciting to have her back i don't know if we'll have katherine sandercock back uh she is a senior but i don't know if she'll be taking advantage of the covid year but she is our main pitcher um and that would be great because we just lost daniel watson and mac leonard you know if we can have her back that would be wonderful yeah, we'll have Kaylee Harding back. She's a sophomore. She's great at bat. Kaylee Mudge will be coming back. She's Ooh. a leadoff batter, so that's an important one to get back. Uh, so, you know, we have a lot of – we're losing a lot of great players, but we're keeping a lot of great players. So it'll be interesting to see what the makeup of the team is next year. The one that's really going to hurt us is losing Sydney Cheryl.
0: Well, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like next year with, with who's in the mix right now. Of those 16 teams, I mean, it's easy to say, well, it's going to be Oklahoma. But, (laughs) yeah, I know. (laughs) But, But who do you see as other contenders? Who are the other ones that you think, if people are going to be watching the games, that they should say, that's the one who might make it there?
1: Definitely UCLA. UCLA is always up there. They're always a great team. They're number five, I believe, going into Super Regionals. And they're playing Duke. Duke is a great team, but... I would put my money on UCLA. They're always great. Arkansas, they're number four. Uh, it's their first ever super regional, and they've had a really dominant season this year um, and coming out of a tough SEC uh, schedule that I think they're one to look out for. Uh, and number three, Virginia Tech. Virginia mm-hmm. Tech has been great this year. Uh, they, they have really strong pitching staff, so I think that they will probably do well they're playing number 14 Florida and Florida is always good but I think Virginia Tech might have it over them uh it'll be interesting to see but I think that's what I'd look for and of course Stanford Stanford's an unseeded team but they're on a roll after beating Alabama twice I could say the same thing about Mississippi State when you beat two teams that are just so powerful in the regular season uh, it, they might be like the JMU of last year who surprised people and, and and go pretty far in the World Series.
0: Well, anybody who's enjoying the game, they're going to have a great opportunity because it starts tomorrow. Today's uh, May 26th on Wednesday, but tomorrow the first game is launched. There's, I think, two games. Most of them are going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but Actually, two of them start tomorrow. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Thursday. So the two of them start tonight. Uh, Oklahoma. It is, it is Thursday. <laughs>
0: Let's try that again, shall we? Okay. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, in preparation for this weekend, and uh, getting my mind reset here for a moment, um, looking at, at the games, they're actually going to start on Thursday today, May 26th. I, I, I failed back a day. I thought it was Wednesday. But <laughs> the, uh, mo- the most of the rest of the games are going to be, what, Friday through Sunday? Who, who's starting out? Who are they going to be these first two games today?
1: Well, Oklahoma State and Clemson play tonight at 9.30. And then Texas and Arkansas play tonight at 7 o'clock. Both of those games are on ESPN2, which is nice. Uh, And then everything else gets started tomorrow. So it looks like every other team is playing Friday. And then game twos will be on Saturday and game threes will be on Sunday.
0: Wow. Well, it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing all of it. Uh, Not unlike yourself, I wanted to see FSU get there. What what other pieces of wisdom, what other pieces of interest do you think we should share with people who who are going to be watching these games?
1: They're always exciting. This is, I mean, this is high level softball. So if you want to see some exciting games, if you've been on the fence about it, it's fast paced, you know, it it moves quick. There's only seven innings, unless they go into extra innings. So it's about two hours of your time. It's fun to watch. These are going to be some great games with some great pitchers and some great batters. If you're new to it, I would definitely check out the Oklahoma game because you're going to see some power hitting and that's always fun to watch. Uh if you are looking for exciting games, these are going to be the games that are the most exciting uh, until we get to the World Series, which is June 2nd through the 9th. Uh, and those will be great games. Again, it's just high level softball.
0: Wow. Well, we'll get a little bit more. You and I'll talk a little bit more when it gets closer to that. Mary, I can't thank you enough for giving us a little bit more perspective about a game, which I really enjoy softball. And people who've been watching baseball and saying this game is too long, well, you know, <laughs> guess what? Go out there and, and watch the softball game. The intensity that these players are, are out there with, you know, the, what they have to achieve, and the fandom—it's a, it's a great experience. So, I encourage all of you all. If you're not making it to the field, make it to watch uh, this uh, super the super regional games coming up here on ESPN two, et cetera, and check your local listings for more. But there you go. Oh, anyway, thank you, Mary, so much for joining us here today. Any other words you want to share with the audience?
1: No, I've got nothing.
0: Thank you all again for joining us here on Baseball Biz with a softball edition and a very special edition, and we'll be talking with you guys again real soon. Special thanks to XAKRUX for the music rocking forward.